Weed drinkers, we are back. We are back. Um, obviously, we rec- we will be releasing this on a Tuesday. We wanted to take at least 24 hours to let everything that happened in the NFC Championship where the Lions blow a 17-point lead going into halftime to lose 34-31 to the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, as Dan Campbell put it, one of the rare shots that we got to go to a Super Bowl. Uh, what we can do is comments later. But either way, heartbreaking loss by every way you look at it. Uh, no two ways about it. Uh, but we'll, we're getting, we're going to dive into all that, all the decision making, all the plays and everything like that right now. But before we do, um, let's get introduced to Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Bob. Hello there. Red Dog. Yo, and UJ. Hello, Lions fans. So really quick, even before we begin the game and all the details of the game, really quick, I just wanted to throw this to Bob. You were able to go to this game, which is incredible. Um, just tell us really quick about the atmosphere, uh, the crowd, uh, and just your experience. Just your experience at the game, more so than the actual game. Yeah, the uh, well, the the place was buzzing. I mean, there was everyone got there really early. The they opened like one gate. Like three hours before the game, but you have to wait inside for another hour until the next <laughs> gate opens, which is weird. I don't know why strange. they just let people in. But uh, but there was tons of Lions fans there. You know, everyone's like, you know, chanting Jared Goff and high fiving and <laughs> fist bumping and all that. Awesome. So the atmosphere is great. And then once the game started, uh, you think you could even tell on TV there was tons of blue out there. Yeah, lots yeah. of Lions fans. We were loud. You know, uh, even when the when they were on uh, offense and uh. And I could just, uh, when we had that lead, the place was just, the Lions fans were louder than the, than the 49er fans even, because they had kind of cooled them down, and then uh, it all changed from there. But, but it was a great experience. I'm glad I went. I don't regret it. It was, it was amazing. It was fun. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Can't regret a trip like that for sure. So do we want to, uh, we're going to take this podcast two different directions. We can go from the progression of the game and talk about that, or do we jump right into the controversial stuff? What do we want to do? Start with the good and lead well, it to the bad? Yeah, Is there something controversial? Recap the good news first, and then we'll... All right, so this the the lines come out again. like They have a lot during this year. Guns blazing on offense. Uh, an absolutely electric Jamison Williams reverse touchdown run. Oh my god, that was! Oh, the, I mean, talk about getting hyped up for the game, and then like two minutes into the game, you get the JMO reverse touchdown. What a just a extreme feat of athleticism! Great play call too, obviously. But man, and him keeping his feet there as he's like stumbling, stumbling into, in, the end, yeah. into the end zone. Yeah, <laughs> so good. That was amazing. It was, it was awesome. And I mean, it, it was a Montgomery four-yard run, Montgomery fifteen-yard run, Laporta fifteen fourteen-yard pass, and then the JMO touchdown run. So just come out. Uh, the cannons firing right away on offense. Beautiful thing to see. Uh, man, did J- Jamo elite? I thought, you know, I- I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but uh, I thought after that, like, this is just going to be the Jamo game, like we were kind of talking about in the pre pregame. Uh, and it didn't quite turn out that way, especially no. one big play that, uh, you know, he missed on a deep throw uh, that he probably slowed down just one step too slow on. Uh, later in the game Went but, right between uh, his arms so close so close to yeah. being a big jmo breakout game but uh still but he did have better. two touchdowns right he did yeah, have two he touchdowns he did. he did one of his better yeah. games and too. another really difficult catch along the way too right right yeah it's 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 really funny to uh that 
you know, he was known for the drops in the first, you know, a few games, and it was in the preseason too. But no, no problems with the second half of the season. That's for certain. He's caught everything is thrown his way. Even it the one that tough one me. in this game that kind of was thrown a little bit behind him and a he touchdown. wrestled the ball. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he's got that clip of Dan Campbell talking about like, oh, you know, he's not necessarily going to be like a great hands receiver. Like, like just he's not a great hands feet. receiver. But he's still catching tough catches right now. Well, I mean, what do you mean he's not a great hands receiver? Like, I think I my point was that Dan Campbell was egging him on with that statement. I think he took it personally and was a great hands receiver down the stretch. Made some excellent catches. All right. right. We're know. not disagreeing with hands guy. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with the hands receiver part. I know he made yeah. that catch in the end zone. Yeah, he's not like an amount of He caught like the back end of the ball. That thing was almost out of his hand. It was an excellent catch. Stushy. Now that was, was a nice excellent. catch, yeah. okay. But some of the other ones, he's like fighting for some guy, like he's catching in a shoulder and he's catching in weird places. I mean, I wouldn't call him a great hands receiver. <laughs> but as long as he yeah. catches it, I don't care if he catches it with his feet or his ass cheeks. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So, so after the first uh electric touchdown drive, the the 49ers they go down a little bit, 12 plays, uh, but the Michigan, uh, Jake Moody does the Michigan faithful a solid and misses the field goal wide right. Uh, so nice. Uh, six and a half minutes in the game, lines up seven nothing, miss a field goal. Great. Then the lines come down 11 plays, five and a half uh, minutes off the clock. Touchdown run from David Montgomery up the middle. Just a clinical drive. Uh, and this, the Lions offensive line is blowing this defensive line off the ball. This supposedly vaunted Dominance. Uh, 49, especially up the middle. On the left side, Iwasaka had a really solid game. Uh, I don't think we're missing Jonah Jackson too much in this game. Even the two sacks that were taken were not on that side of the ball. It was on the right side uh, of the ball, actually, in this game. Where uh, Sewell uh, tried to take on two people and then... Uh, uh, uh skip, skipper uh skipper got yeah. dominated on one he was left solo on bosa did not work out well for him um <laughs> oh yeah did you what did you guys notice how they were using sewell moving yeah. as a tight end with uh skipper lined up as right tackle yeah he's in the skipper there. role essentially and in the, in the, that that's driver. so cool really yeah, that was cool. cool use him like a weapon oh yeah uh so the lines go 14 nothing I, I I told UJ uh, we were watching the game and I was like we've been here before Dallas a fourteen nothing early in the game uh, not, you can't take anything for granted uh, so San Francisco comes down scores a touchdown uh, to make it fourteen seven McCaffrey of course getting the touchdown fourteen seven the Lions come out uh, get a couple first downs um, but nonetheless they have the punt uh, they punted to the San Francisco twelve. And then Josh Pascal tips a Brock Purdy pass. Uh, Josh Pascal on a pass rush. And then also Hutch had a great pass rush on that, too. And then a guy named Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, a.k.a. Rodrigo. It's an interception after Derek Barnes injured. He fills in place for him. Comes up with the pick. It was awesome. That was, uh, what a great <laughs> what a great moment. What a great moment. Uh, yeah, put two players in the same draft class uh, that, that keep progressing. Uh, it was a really cool moment. Uh, but just your, what was your guys feeling about that uh, that moment right there? Stellar play. Just, I mean, well, like, oh, yeah. I think it it, it showed uh, uh, how important it was. I think their success on the stretch was Pascal coming on uh, as the season. I think he his development really was a big reason we were able to push this deep. 
but uh also just yeah awesome i thought that was honestly at that point i thought we were gonna win that game <laughs> The, the the stadium was electric, man. At that point, we were jumping around. We had a bunch of Lions fans around us. We're all oh, high vibing cool. each other. It was, yeah. it was insane. Oh, yeah. man, I bet. I think it shows a lot about our depth, too, though. You know, it, like Rodrigo's kind of taking a back seat this year with Barnes coming on and, and Jack Campbell being drafted. And uh, he's seeing significant playing time in this game. And he, he showed up, man, made a couple of big hits and get the interception. It just shows we got a lot more depth than we ever had before. So that was nice to see. And this spoke uh, more like the Lions pass rush, pass rush in the first half. Um, they they came out. The Lions looked like the more energetic, the more hungry team in the first half here, and and it showed in the pass rush too. Like Amelia McNeil um, was getting after the quarterbacks, like laying some wood on Brock Purdy, uh, and and Hutch early on at least a couple pass deflections too. The Lions are getting their hands up in the passing lane to Brock Purdy, making them really uncomfortable. Um, Unfortunately, didn't really come to fruition in the second half. But in the first half, it was awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If well. a first half could win you a football game, the Lions <laughs> won a football game. <laughs> that was clinical that first half. We it, put on a show. It was like it was just so much fun. That was some of the most fun football I've ever watched in my life. Just watching the Lions absolutely dominate the first yeah. half. Where yeah. did you leave us in your narrative? Are we 14 nothing? So wait, we just got the pick. We just got the pick. We're at 14-7, <laughs> but we just got the interception. Um, the Lions score on a beautiful touchdown run from Jameer Gibbs on the outside to show his electric speed off the edge, just beating linebackers to the sideline. And then I don't know if you guys saw uh, or rewatched the replay again, but if you – and there was people out there like, why didn't we go get Chase Young at the trade deadline? Well, Trace Dead, uh, or according to some reports today, Chase Young might be benched for the Super Bowl because his effort was awful in this game. On that Jameer Gibbs touchdown run, he just completely like stopped. He like literally was walking <laughs> in the middle of the play, <laughs> and then of course his backside help would have helped tackle Jameer Gibbs because he made a backside cut near the end uh, in the inside the five. Anyways, beautiful run from Gibbs. Lions go up twenty-one to seven. Ah, Gibbs. What a beast! Because uh, he also had that third down conversion on like uh, um, third and twelve. That Lions run. Oh yeah, yeah. A counter awesome. draw play to the outside, which is like you know, only the Lions, be... right? Only the Lions. I think he's going to be the best yeah. back in the league next year. He's phenomenal. The kid is a star, man. It's just all there is to it. He's got ridiculous skills. Horrible first round draft pick. Horrible. And I, I think yeah, the yeah. best part about his game, too, that's really improved besides like the patience and the vision is uh, his pass blocking, I think, has surpassed Montgomery. Uh, he is a I, I think he's a I wouldn't call him a lead pass blocker yet because you just got to see it a little more over time. But his pass blocking from the beginning of the season to now like was a complete 180. He is a beast and a, a very willing blocker in yeah. the pass game, which is really cool to see. Um. So, Bob, I don't know if you want to add anything else about Gibbs before I move on to the last part of the first half here. Yeah, I mean, I, this is if when you're telling the kid the story of this game, this is where you want to nod off, you know, pretty much around yeah. or, or coming up here. <laughs> and then uh, you can hear the rest later. But, no, Gibbs <laughs> is amazing. Uh, it was so fun. It's always fun to watch him. You never know when he's going to break a long one. So Definitely. There's just more. It's a rookie, man. Oh, well, now he's not anymore, but and Wow. And him and Montgomery are both under contract for like the next two years. Yeah, yeah. Which is they're locked in, baby. Exciting. Well, Gibbs for three, Monty for two. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely set two. up well. Um, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, especially as long as we keep the offensive line intact too and and healthy. 
Yeah, I think we're going to have to add to the offensive line, honestly. (laughs) Draft some more big boys interior. I'm sure we'll get into that soon. Um, So the Lions then force a three and out. So everything's looking great. Uh, They're getting the ball back with five minutes left on their own 30. um, And they run a 17-play drive to, to run out the rest of the half. 17 plays. But it ends up with a fourth down on the uh which they're on the three yard line and they like to kick a field goal at the end of the first half and this Dan is the Campbell first should have gone for it makes yes. sense they should pick mistake. a field goal should have gone for it yeah, he so gone this for is it. this is perplexing uh, especially what transpired in the second half them not going for it did you guys find that odd that they weren't going for it because you know uh, bob you seem to agree with the decision no. right I, I, yeah, you go up three scores at the half. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, take that on the road, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Then rather risk being three touchdowns. I mean, three scores. So I think you might foreshadow oh. some of the other decisions later or your, your <laughs> yes. side that you're about to take in. But yeah. you're saying no. What you're did you guys opposite? think? Oh, you wanted to go. Oh, no, I'm saying I'm fine with it. It's like, I, I, I think he, uh, felt like it was a good time to kick. I just think Dan, would felt like that was a good opportunity to take a three score lead and at that point in that game it, it just felt right to kick it so i agree with it uj yeah same here same here uh no problem with the kick yeah uh, i i didn't really have an issue with it i i was in the back of my head i was kind of hoping for it because that's what they've done a lot this year but you know when you're up two scores yes you probably should kick it but I don't know. You have them on the ropes. You're moving the ball 17 plays down the field just to sell for a field goal. Feels kind of like a victory for the defense in a way before the well, half. Well, it does. Yeah. It, there's no doubt about that. But still, like you say, come away with points. You come in with late. You score right before the half, which is nice. You, you know, it, it's it's all good mojo as far as I'm concerned. Did you like the play yeah, calling with 30 seconds left inside the 10? It's a pass right uh, incomplete to Laporta. Um, Gibbs on a draw for one yard, uh, and then uh, another short pass to Gibbs on the left side. Uh, so nothing even towards the end zone. <laughs> in the, yeah. in the, I was in the I was plays. not really happy. I would, at that point I want to see him just blast it, you know, get Montgomery or something, and just take our offensive line and, and shove it up their ass, you know. Like yeah. I think we'd have had a better chance personally. You, you get a little cute around the goal line. It's, it's it's hard to make a three yard pass in the end zone, man. I mean, it's really hard in the NFL. And There's the, so much traffic out there. So many people running around. It's it's hard. Do you think the Lions I, target a wide receiver that can like run a fade route, like a contested fade route in the back corner of the end zone that you see a lot of uh, other teams run? Because I don't really really recall the Lions running that, that yeah. too much on the team. I guess Laporta would be the best guy, but he's more like a box out over the middle type. Uh, but yeah, you look like Jones, you know, you look like you disagree you, with me and your I don't know mannerisms. Why do you? I'm in rock caught one of those last week. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, well, like, we have quite, guys that was from further play. out, so uh, that's a little different. That wasn't like a jump ball contested 50-50 fade, right? Right. I mean, oh, you that, could try yeah. that to Reynolds. Uh, I don't know. Well, people's not Jones, Reynolds in this maybe. game. Yeah, people's Jones probably best candidate right now uh, with the turn. I don't know yeah. that you need to draft a receiver just to do that. Yeah. Well, no, obviously like, you're not just to do that, but a guy that is capable and can uh, in the red zone i don't know it was just interesting uh you know yeah did you feel we were seriously lacking that option or something no no 
Uh, well, just, just it was just something that crossed my mind at that moment. So oh, okay. I think the the way they have these receivers, though, they they want everybody to be able to do everything. Like right, these right. guys are pretty versatile. So I'm all for upgrading the talent, though. Receiver, we'll talk about that later. Oh yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So the line's going to half up twenty four seven, and if we rewatch this game, we will just <laughs> turn it off right there. Uh, it was a great first half. <laughs> we we can yeah. just assume the Lions are going to the Super Bowl, right? Well, all right. Yeah. So the Lions. They come out in my uh, head cannon there in the second half. Uh, the 49ers were nine plays. They they settle for a field goal. OK, OK. The Lions hunkered down inside the red zone for or, uh, just outside the red zone. Force Jake Moody field goal. He, he nails it this time. Um, a little easier. Forty three yards. Uh, so, OK, like that's fine. You know, they're going to get theirs at some point. So. The Lions then respond with a nice, a fairly decent drive inside of the San Francisco 30. It's fourth and two at the San Francisco 28. Do the Lions kick a field goal? Do they go for the field goal? No, this is the Dan Campbell Lions. This is the Dan Campbell Lions. (laughs) Fourth and two. um, They decide to go for it. And Josh Reynolds is open on a simple hook route, something that the Lions have probably run a thousand times in practice in the offseason, etc., Especially with Josh Reynolds over the years, and it wasn't a—I wouldn't call it like a perfect throw from Goff by any means, but extremely catchable ball from Reynolds, and he drops it. So, Bob, you think the Lions should kick the field goal in this situation? Correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Because mm. they—they were up three scores. Then they—the uh, 49ers came down and moved the ball pretty well. Like, okay, they're gonna—and they got some points, so they're picking up some momentum. You're like. If you get the three points earlier, you just erase what they did, and we're back to the three-score lead, and there's more time off the clock. We're just that much closer. And then, because if you miss like they did, then if they score back, then it's only a one-score game. So it's a quick uh, switch of momentum there. So you got to keep that three-score lead when you can do it. That's what my, if they miss the my field? I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. I, I agree with what Campbell did right there. I'm with you. Uh, you know, he, it's... Camel's he's been aggressive all season. He he believes in that 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 the dagger theory. Like let's put these guys out of their misery, man. Like let's take them out. And by doing that, by keeping the ball in our hands, we don't let them have the ball. We don't let them score. It was a well executed play. Guy dropped the ball. Very unusual this season. They they've been catching all this stuff. And, and it would it so look at it this way. If he'd have caught it, then what? What are we saying? Genius. They go down the field. Maybe they score again. You know, and then really put the game out of reach. We win the game like earlier. You know what I'm saying? It didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. This is what it they've done work. all year too. They, they would have to change who they are and change their identity yes. really in that moment. Uh, exactly. That's a killer exactly. instinct yeah. of Dan Campbell. He was going for the kill instead of trying to yep. like fend I off. I agree with that. What do you think they, he was doing? No, they don't. They didn't do that. Every time this year, I don't care. It's not about every time this year. It's about they did a lot. Yeah, but they didn't always do it. So Lions went uh, for it more than anybody on fourth and three or less in the league. Uh, They went for it twenty times. They were successful eighty percent of the time. Badgley kicking from forty-five to forty-eight yards, which is both scenarios that we'll talk about here. uh, The big ones in the second half. Uh, Career forty-nine percent kicking from that distance. So technically. you know, the, the, yeah, the odds are favored by going for it rather than, and also, you know, if you look, it's not all about the analytics before you harvest me about the analytics, but the I don't think Campbell's looks at going that for shit, it. Personally, I, I don't think, think yeah, he looks at that at all. He didn't miss half of them this year that you're talking about. You got to look at this year, where, how he's kicking. 
Yeah, but well, I mean, he, he doesn't care. I don't. I say. honestly don't think Dan Campbell considered that he couldn't make the kick. I think Dan Campbell considered he wanted to get more yards and put this team away. If you could, if you convert there, you're looking at scoring a touchdown instead of a field goal. That's a, you're putting away the team that you need to put away, and that was why they did it. It cost them that you know it, that they didn't get them, but you know. That's, if they kick those field goals, that's not like it's like some security blanket that stops this comeback. So I don't think field yeah, goals get the job done. Points versus no points. That does help. Yeah, but you, there's no guarantee. You of try points. to score more points than the opponent. If you tell me that Josh Reynolds no is going to be open on a, if you tell me that Josh Reynolds is going to be open on a five yard hooker out on fourth and two, uh, before Easy. the play, I would take it hundred out hundred times. I think. In the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the percentages are in Dan's favor. The the you know his instincts were in his favor. It's just the thing didn't go his way. His player made a mistake. Honestly, I feel like this team sort of caught a little bit of the the whiff of the Super Bowl air just beyond the second half and all those points they got stacked up and uh, and just they they faltered a little bit. Our receivers dropped passes uncharacteristically. We put the ball on the ground uncharacteristically. Uh, I think the players more than anything just failed to grab the moment. Uh, and I hey guys, Dan I'm Campbell just curious about this part of the blame. that uh, kick. Well, the, when we when they were lining up to kick, uh, I mean not to kick to go for it on fourth down. The people like that we were with were all like, "Why the hell is he doing that? Like, take the damn points!" <laughs> and uh, so we were like upset about the whole thing. Well, I was and doing the opposite. I was going, "Yeah." Go yeah, it's it. I was curious. We guys right. all like kind of. Like, I was, I was, I was, I was for it in a moment. Yeah, I was for right. it. I was well, for it, and I have been all year. Like this is this is not new. This would not be surprising that Dan Campbell did this. this. Is what he does. This is like the team rallies around this identity of aggressiveness. Uh, I think to go away from that would have been yeah. to be against who they were as a team he, all year. Uh, you're right. He also does smart. He's he tries coach smart most of the time too. It's not just. Well, you can be over aggressive. We saw that the end of Dallas uh, from the seven yard line going for it on two. <laughs> so uh, he can't be oh, over aggressive at times. <laughs> I like that call. What? You like that? Which call? Like this? This would be way yeah. more justifiable. Hell, NFC Championship? <laughs> Damn, come on. We go up three scores? Hell yeah. Yeah, but how about we talk about teams trying to get conservative? Yeah. You know? And once you, as soon as you start doing that, you're starting to lose. You know, it's like going to the prevent. Yeah, you can't play to not, not, not lose. You have to yeah, play to yeah. Lose. And he, Campbell's playing, but they to lost take their heart out. But he's, they lost with your strategy. Well, it did. You're right. It lost. In hindsight, it's easy to say. In so why is it? Easy to say, why course. would conservatism affect anything? They lost anyway. That's the no, thing. That's the thing. Lot, I've seen a lot of you teams say lose Dan Campbell blew this game. You're, I just don't think. I think that's a factually incorrect statement to say that Dan Campbell blew this game. Yeah, did, Dan, did Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell lose it or did not the players lose it? The players did. He, his team Dan lost, and he the takes the brunt did. of carrying his team. But his there was a fumble. There was two drop sound. key drop passes. Did you guys oh, listen to ninety-seven won the ticket at all today? Uh, uh, no. There's some people calling for Dan Campbell to be fired. I'm like, come on, idiots. That's, that's come on. They, the hosts were calling it out like that they're stupid, but like, come on, people. And like I thought the players were amazing in this game. They those guys they were, were hitting they hard were. out there. Everyone they were except for a playing. couple plays. But that's yeah, the thing. They like mistakes, but I mean yeah. they, the effort out there was outstanding. Outstanding. All doubt. Without a doubt. That's the well, thing. Like honestly, the pointing of blame is is let's point it where it also belongs a bit. 
on the freaking San Francisco 49ers, the team that has repeatedly returned to this game to try to get their shot at the big game. Oh, come on. <laughs> the Lions are the better team shoes. in this game. The Lions beat themselves yeah. in this game. They yeah. beat themselves. Yeah, yeah but... go bow to your altar of Joe Montana some other okay. time. Man. This is the yeah. Lions podcast. You're Dan Jesus Campbell Christ. hater. Uh, uh, I mean, like seriously though, whoa. they played a good team. Whoa. I know it's it's like hard to forget. <laughs> remember that because we jumped out to a big lead, but that was a good team. And a good you know, team, but we were the better it, team. A, a, a battle harder we team, a team, team who knew the playoffs. Like I think. Their experience showed yeah. down the stretch of that game a little bit. Red yeah, Dogs fighting for that Rock Purdy's first NFC and, championship game. And let's let's look at the luck of the the bounce once in a while too. Like Vildor's so yes. defense on it. That's the oh, next he, possession. Go ahead, get to that. Z. No, no, no. That's the next possession. You Jay. Uh, I mean uh, the the Lions. Uh, it's first and ten. Uh, a couple nice plays or a seventeen yard pass to Samuel, and then the bomb. Ayuk, they it looked like you're calling defense pass interference. It picked it up after. Really didn't matter because Vildor, who is not a very good player, let's be honest, he's he's not very good. They these defenses, these offenses have been attacking him. Run defense. Um, but anyways, they attack him. He actually gets in great position to get a pick, <laughs> and it just goes yep. boink off the face mask. And then Ayuk, to his credit, made a really nice play. Um, Kind of jumps uh, or maintains his feet, which is tough to do, and then uh, corrals the ball in. And then uh, Lions get to a third and six. And CJ Gardner Johnson, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, I, he could, he had like, he was like an inch away from the ball and just kind of like lethargically went after it in midair. Uh, I was not, I did not love his effort on this play on the touchdown Ayuk uh, to make it 24 17. But man, the, the Vildor one is just killer. That's really where it kind of, yeah. Flipped. You can say the turnover on downs. You can say this this deep pass that the lines are not allowing up until this point in the game. See, what do you chalk that up to, though? Just freak the football gods, uh, you know, shined upon Frisco that moment, or or just yeah. bad. Yeah. A, a player made a bad play on the ball. He, he didn't get his hands on the ball. And whatever. More like a player made a good play. <laughs> that's just freaky. Yeah, that's, a great yeah, that's just freaky luck. The way it bounced. But little things did start to go their way, like when uh, we had another sort of Derek Barnes blitz moment against Dallas, where uh, oh yeah, he rushed, he Iffy. had a nice blitz. If he did, yeah, yeah. And he missed oh it on yeah. on Purdy, and he gets free to just sling it downfield for what that ten yard. But like that was the thing; things just started going uh, the 49ers way. They were just gaining momentum. Do you guys agree? Do you guys agree with me though on the CJ Gardner Johnson piece on the touchdown? I do agree with this, CJ Gardner Johnson. In fact, know. I know we talked about that a little bit after. You know, next year, do you want to see him back? That's a they're very up for uh, question. He, he was not. He was okay in his return. I wouldn't call him like excellent by any means. Uh, since I he, wouldn't either. He got back healthy, but it's hard to say when a guy he came back from injury. He only had a yeah. couple of games or so. Yeah, he made a whole season. You'd have to come yeah. back in a cheap yeah. contract, uh, in my opinion, if if they want to have him back. Otherwise, I I don't mind them moving on. My biggest. Yeah, I don't. Uh-huh. I saw the play happen, but I didn't. I couldn't give you. A, I'd have to watch the game on tape. Yeah, go back. Let know. us know your thoughts. I'm curious, but uh, but I, I like his, uh, it CJ. His, it was his. Uh, his I I'll to, I have to look into that play, but uh, overall, I kind of like him just because the energy he brings and the, you know, the swagger kind of thing. Yeah, and he, he's not yeah. like everybody else on the team. He's his own little kind of. Weird energy guy. Yeah, so. very weird. Weird, energy. Yeah. weird energy is the right word, Bob. And I, yeah, I yeah, the right say, word. 
maybe chaotic well energy. Like, like <laughs> honestly, I feel like while you're like kind of gets you all psyched and like gets like like gets a lot out of his energy, like I feel like you don't know when that like just like suddenly bounce back on the team or something yeah. for something silly. Like I'm honestly like the, the I think the best silver lining of his injury this year was that it nipped that whole ski mask thing in the bud cuz honestly I yeah. just I never felt great about that whole thing. Yeah, I didn't like <laughs> sure. that either. But yeah, one weird. thing about CJ though, I think uh that weird part of him is kind of why Brad Holmes wanted him though cuz he has that kind of I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's a veteran. Not he's just, been around a while. It, hey, yeah, it was because he was it, just a really so. good player. If he fits in and Dan player, yeah, still really. likes him, I'm fine. If they if Dan, if he fits on Dan's squad, he can stick around as long as Dan says he's, he's he is one of the more interesting locker room interviews, though, compared to some of the other guys, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Everyone else everyone else follows the playbook and the locker room speeches, you know, saying all the cliche stuff, and he's a little more uh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll yeah, get into this in later sure. podcasts. But it'll be really interesting sure. to see what the Lions do with their uh offseason at the secondary because they kind of revamped it all in the offseason and uh well it wasn't a a very good to secondary overall this year uh nope and they Uh, might have some more work to do it wasn't rely on emmanuel mosley uh to come back healthy uh because he's hardly played in his career cam Sutton, uh okay uh definitely not a great second half of the season a lot it's tough it's tough but it's also the highest paid Let's hope so. Uh, or if, if even if he isn't, they might come out and say like, you know, he was just so good early in the season, though. Like he was locked down cornerback. Then like something yeah. happened, and I even remember well, hearing him. I'll tell you one hurt. thing that happened: the Lions started playing a lot more man defense in the second half of the season. They they were like under thirty percent to start the season, then they went to 60 percent near the end of the season. Right. So. Um, they they really changed their defense. I mean, we talked about the blitzing, and when you're blitzing, well, that uh, that coincides with the blitzing, though. When you're when you're blitzing right. a lot more, you have to run a lot more man. So it's just you know, right. So he's left on an island a lot more. Um, although I think that's what they brought him in for, because I mean, Aaron Glenn wants to play man. Ideally, uh, they went to zone because man wasn't working last year, and then zone wasn't working this year, so they went back. Uh, <laughs> that's why I still think he was banged up and just wasn't executing it. You know, hundred percent, but. I think he's a keeper either way, and I'm really glad we got him for multiple years. Like, I don't, yeah, I'm well, yeah, I want to label him a one or a two. He's I would say two, piece. ideally. But um, yeah, I, I'm with Uzi. I, I think he's a two. That's why I think everybody has the Lions projecting to draft a cornerback in this draft. Uh, Cooper DeJean would be two. awesome from Iowa. That'd be amazing. But we can. Uh, like, that would be interesting. I'd like to see that one. He says a high end two. Or, Low end one, maybe. Like I just feel like Kool Aid McKinstry because he's mm-hmm. got Kool Aid name. If you had another <laughs> you cornerback go. across yeah, from Bama, from yeah, Sutton, he's two, good. He might not have got who. I said if you what? had another guy across from Sutton, you know it might have helped him as well. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Anyways, um, anyway, we so track a bit. touchdown. Let's- Lions are up 24-17. It's tough. It's a tight game. Tight game. Five minutes left in the third quarter. But okay. All right. Uh, so Lions, you know, let's get that great offensive drive right back. Let's try to get the score right back. Oh, first play. Uh-oh. Jameer Gibbs runs the wrong way. It was definitely Jameer Gibbs running the wrong way. The rest of the team was running a different play, uh, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it caused a fumble. Lions give the ball right back. And I think this is the biggest mm-hmm. killer of them all in this game. Agreed. I would agree. 
I mean, you do, that just cannot happen. They were winning the turnover battle 1-0, um, and then right away in their own like territory. This this is just the killer, uh, and it, it's it sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, no two ways about it. Really, I'm not even sure what else to say about it other than it really sucks. And I think this <laughs> is, I mean, definitely like percentage wise and all that stuff. This was the biggest swing in the game uh, in favor of the 49ers, like win probabilities and stuff like that. Was this fumble? just a killer um and you know what the funny thing is like golf uh i mean i wait to the end but it's funny nobody's talking about how like this game was on golf or anything like that golf played a phenomenal game he played a great game uh very good so yeah. kudos to golf he made a great he every throw was pretty much on the money uh it was up to the other guys to make a play another great like that one throw he had uh i believe it was a monroe st brown like right to his back shoulder in between two guys. Like he only threw it, he threw it into place. Only his receiver could catch it and no one else was right out of the reach of the linebacker yeah. right in front of the safety. Uh, just like those like that were just, uh, he missed a couple, awesome watch. like he trickled one to someone's feet. Uh, oh, I what, oh uh, on the fourth down on the fourth down. Or? I, I can't. Oh, the flea flicker. Yeah, that was a bad one. Let's <laughs> only yeah. ask it. Ten yards. Did he just under throw that, or did it get tipped or something? Because that just was. Just a I, I, I don't think it was tipped. Yeah. I just don't think he got. A but there was to pressure coming out. Yeah, yeah, I think he rushed his hand and got didn't get a good grip he, on the ball and just kind of yeah. launched it. He had to throw it fast because yeah. they were coming in. Yeah, and then Duff the other was definitely not famous for his tight spirals. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Laporta he missed on a, like a poster out inside the red zone. Yeah, uh, that that would have been a really tough throw. He, I mean, he just missed him, but I mean, yep. one to Reynolds when he was like scrambling right. When was that? It just kind of that was about words like at the feet too. Just didn't get the distance. What we know about Goff outside the pocket, it's not. I, w- I wouldn't call it elite by any means. Um, I mean, Goff wasn't the problem for us. No, no, no. He was not. That. He was not. Which is great news for him. Uh, Goff was fine. All the game. news coming out right before the game, too, is that the Lions are looking to extend him, uh, but just not surprising. No. So I we fumble. So. Uh, the 49ers score a touchdown like four plays later, uh, and boom, it's tie game. Three minutes left in the third quarter. Just like that. 17 points uh, unanswered. The Lions come back out. Uh, they, they, oh, this is the Josh Reynolds clutch all year. Third and nine, probably has an easy fifteen to twenty yard gain. Running his route to the sideline, uh, drops the ball. Drops the ball again. This was even this more was inexcusable right than the last one. Advanced. Honestly, I don't like, know what was with him throw. that day. Oh, just brutal. Yeah, brutal. Bob, what was a uh, on that drop, what was the feeling in the stands like? Uh, yeah, there was everyone was starting to get worried here, you know, and that <laughs> that was such a disappointing drop, man. It was like, oh, yeah, because I, <laughs> yeah, that, that that keeps the play the drive going after a touchdown. Uh, doesn't give it right like their our defense has kind of been on the field like a lot recently. Yeah, and three and out, just a killer. Um, so we punt it back. They go down eleven plays. Uh, I can't remember. This is. Uh, Aline McNeil had a sack on this drive. It's third and 19. Um, and Brock Purdy throws a pass up seven yards. Uh, then they settle for a field goal, 33 yards. Okay, okay. Lions held them. Um, San Francisco even had to use a timeout on that drive. Um, I think this is the one where if he missed, uh, didn't it? Wasn't it? Because George Kittle had a 28 yard catch on this. So I'm trying to remember yeah. Um, yeah. on this drive. I thought that was maybe the one where. If he missed, missed the sack. sack. I thought yeah. they just settled for a field goal. Oh, oh, I, 
is this uh well, I just want to make sure really quick. Okay, so actually that punt too. I, I forgot to mention on the punt. Come on, Chase Lucas. What are you doing? What <laughs> yeah, you almost doing? Oh, that was bad, yes. Man. What are you doing? He's running, he's sprinting punt. full go, a 74-yard punt to the one-yard line. Uh, oh, what a punt. <laughs> just just tap it back. Let it go inside the five. What are you doing? What are you doing? They got to work on this a million times in practice, right? I bet no time in practice they say, pick up the ball and run it into the end zone. Oh, and then let it go. That made me livid. <laughs> like, that's just stupid. I hate watching these guys do it. It happens all the time in the NFL. Besides the Lions, like they just it it annoys me to no end. That that's one of the uh, it's inexcusable. That was inexcusable. Z, if you're ever captured by the enemy, I think the way they can get stuff out of you is by show you tapes <laughs> of guys running down to try to get a punt down at the one and running into the end zone. Oh my just, god. Lose it. Two yeah. videos. Man, kudos to him for chasing season. down a seventy-four yard punt. But man, Jack Fox booted that thing. It rocketed into the air to Absolutely. give our guys time to even like get under it and stop it. Okay, Bob. Bob, you were there. How did that yeah. punt look to you? Oh, it looked incredible. It looked and really awesome. Like, I thought we were gonna just camp out the one and you know just nail it there. You know, like oh god, that had to be a yeah. sight to behold. That punt. Oh was yeah, beautiful. it was. Jack Fox was. was awesome in these playoffs. Had him awesome. He's been great this year. His hang time is like ridiculous. That. He's got like a, yeah. a rubber leg or something. It's um, I but even like from before, like he turned up another gear in the playoffs punting and and towards the end of the season. I'm not sure what he changed in his like kick, but I don't remember him booting like this. Uh, he put cork in the shoe. His entire career, uh, <laughs> he corked his butt. And it was funny. Yeah. I, I I mentioned uh, I think during the Bills Chiefs game, like Sam Martin, uh, he uh, he botched another punt in the playoffs for the Bills. This uh, yeah, he did. He did. So that brought That's me. What he does best. Martin's <laughs> a choker, baby. Um, so man, just an absolute killer. I, I forgot to mention that at, at the end of that last drive because then then they marched down for the field goal here. Um, That's where I feel like plays like that are why. Like this team, it was just those little things that the championship yep. teams don't do, and that's just that that experience, that being there. Like I think that's what we're earning right now. We earned with this game, yeah, for yeah. our core so, at least. <laughs> all right, so now the San Francisco's up with about ten minutes left in the game, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Lions get the ball back. First play, deep throw, Jamo. Jamo makes a really nice play. It was a, not a great throw by Gop, any means, kind of on the back shoulder. Jamo had to go back for it, wrestle with the ball a little bit. Great catch by Jamo. 22 yards. Monty, 16 yard run. Okay, the lines are already inside the 40. A deep pass to Jamo. Incomplete. Oh, Jamo, just one more step. One more step. It did go through his arms, but just one more step makes an easy completion. Uh, if you watch the route, he just slows down a little. I don't know why he was slowing was down it the a little flea bit. Flicker? Yeah, the flea flicker one. Yep. That were yeah. two guys right behind him. Uh, yeah. It was a great throw by Goff. It was the right it was, throw. It was a good throw. It was a good throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob, was that on your end zone or the other end zone? Uh, that was the other end zone. Oh, God. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Right are the replay? Are the video boards good in that stadium? Are you able to see the replays? Easily? Yeah, they are. They have big, big, big video board. How is their home crowd like compared to the Ford Field? At least they're. Uh, there was considering all the Lions fans that were there, they actually got pretty loud. I mean, they're pretty into it, but. Uh, Okay. They they have all their weird little chants. I don't even know what the hell they're doing. But uh, 
<laughs> and then uh, they did quiet him down in the first half, though. Alliance did. So, but, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. let him get in. Like they did the uh, uh, decibel thing at the get up to 109 on their thing. <laughs> really that's probably it. probably generous too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which Ford well, Field? It's outdoors too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What yeah. did Ford Field like? Wasn't it 135? 134? Yeah, I think the record one. Yeah. 134 or something. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. So the pass goes incomplete to JMO. Uh, another pass incomplete uh, to Gibbs. A seven yard completion to St. Brown. All right. Fourth and three. San Francisco 30. That means a 47 yard field goal. Or Hell they yeah, go right? for it. And what do they do? They kick the field goal, right, Bob? No. I hope so. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> they go for it. And this time, uh, it did not look good. And this is where Goff out of the pocket. Not uh, not magical. Uh, he's not Mahomes out of the pocket. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, better is he throw Mahomes in the pocket. Huh? Is he Mahomes in the pocket? Uh, sure. <laughs> and I also wanted the field goal at this point. Uh, just for the record, I don't know what you guys thought of this one. I I was off. I up. like going for it. I like going for it. Uh, for the win, baby. I do. I, I like going for it again. I've, I I I don't, I don't want to repeat myself about like the percentages and stuff like that. But uh, and you could argue the play this call is the same argument great. as before, but now it's just later in the game and down three. Uh, the Lions could go up by. I mean, the Lions defense was not playing very well at this point. So the Lions can go up by and force San Francisco to have to drive down the field late to get a touchdown. I think that's a better uh, result. Um, because well, then San Francisco go down score a touchdown. Uh, anyways, but. I don't know. I, I liked going for it. I think the Lions had to score a touchdown here. Uh, I don't think a field goal would have been good enough the way our defense was playing in the second half. Uh, that that's my my feeling. How about you, uh, UJ? Yeah, I was I was the same way. I was I was going for it too. Uh you can make an argument both ways, but you know, Cam wants to stay true to himself and he trusts his best unit, and that's his offense. And you know, they've they've come through all year long, so no time to stop now. <laughs> Yeah, so. just not a good play call. That's all. I, I think they're looking to go to Laporta. Didn't work out. Uh, yeah. Now, nah, I'd say just throw it anyway. Just throw it to the guy in traffic. Uh, give him a chance because that throw hadn't gave nobody any chance. So, right. Uh, Rud Dog, yeah, did you 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 said you like going for it? Right? Oh yeah, I love going for it. I mean, I, I think you got that killer instinct. The odds are fine in your favor. You're not doing anything crazy. Uh, you know, I think. Dan Campbell, his default is go for a touchdown. If everything's, you know, else is all right, go for the score instead of settling for a field goal. So, if we get a field goal touchdown there, the whole thing's different. You know, we're up by four and and probably right. winning that I mean, game. So, you're right. If he goes, if he succeeds in any of these things, it's a whole different game. Yeah, you know, I mean that's where you gotta give players. like San Fran some credit too. They made some plays that stopped us from doing it. It wasn't like we played a bad team and lost. Well, no, I mean, yeah, two teams in the NFC yeah. Championship. Uh, but, Bob, you, you you still like the going for the field goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to get it whatever points you can at that point and uh, just kind of keep it rolling. Man. I don't like that one. In that case, I sort of agree with you in a way, Bob, just only because, you know, try to stem this tide of <laughs> what was going against us. And it's only three, but. You know, maybe maybe that would have been a smart time to just put actual points on the board. Uh, 
Yeah. Just you psychologically. That, like, set, like you know? why is settling for a field goal always just assume points on the board? Like, you're still taking a chance. No, but I'm just talking about fourth and five, fourth and six. I would probably say kick the field goal, but this is fourth and three where Lions admitted, like I said, 80% success rate in the NFL, highest by a mile across anybody in the NFL. Um, yeah. And it's their identity, it's who they are, it's what got them there. Um, they would not have been there without the identity and. You know, you'd live by a sword and you die by a sword. And I, I, I just, uh, I, and not only that, I, I thought it made logical sense the way our defense is playing, uh, try to win the game on offense rather than throwing our defense's hand, which was not working out, uh, or put it in your kicker's hands. Well, it's not like our offense was tearing it up at that point either. I mean, no, I mean, but that was the second time they got inside 30. So uh, they were moving it, uh, to some degree. Yeah. But they got stopped on the last drive and then they got. So it wasn't like, yeah, I mean, but yeah, but that was because of a drop. Uh, it wasn't because of something San Francisco did. Yeah, but still the the offense, great not, not executing. The That's offense right. not executing, however, whatever the reason. Offense not executing. I agree. That was the biggest problem in this game. The fumbles, the drop passes. Yeah, that was um, that was our our downfall. And then the, the yeah. thing I haven't mentioned also is uh, Brock Purdy started, uh, you know, just running up, gashing us up the middle on runs too. Uh, the Lions completely abandoned their uh, their pass rush concepts and from the interior at least, and then there's no line, no spy or anything over the middle, so uh, they're kind of looking yeah. out to dry well, a yeah. bit in that regard. It was weird, like it was like he didn't really even consider it all that much early in the game, and he just decided, okay, we're going to run a lot more in the second half. The Lions they they hit him a lot early, you know. Some I thought he was going to be a little shaken up, but the, he got stronger as the game went on as far as running. They did get some good licks on them, you know, during the game. They did, yeah, especially early, especially early. Um, I mean, he made it started opening up for him after a stupid boink off the helmet because uh, I don't think he played that good. I think lines exposed him, especially uh, with getting into passing lanes and deflecting a lot of passes early. Uh, but I mean, he did enough to win at the end. I guess that's what matters. Um, but they let McCaffrey start going there at the end. Uh, so, anyways. They score, make it 34-24. Lions take 11 plays to go down uh, to the red zone. They get the ball inside the 10 with 116. They have all three other timeouts still. Um, Ferkser catches a ball in the flat um, and looks like he has an easy touchdown to run in. And maybe just not athletic enough. Uh, maybe that's why he's not normally on the roster. Uh, but it looked like he had an easy touchdown. He ran outside at the two-yard line, which kind of just perplexed me. Like. It looked like he had an easy effort to get in, at least, like or make it close. Uh, I, did did you get, do you guys agree with me? Because uh, I don't know. It looked that like was a I was like play. touchdown when he caught he, it. Like, <laughs> but he, he, he mean, did not have the ability to stop his momentum from going out. Because like, if Laporte yeah, catches, it was, that's a touchdown, no doubt. I mean, he only got like half a foot out, but for caught yeah, from his momentum, it. It carrying him on but the it catch. Was out. But... I don't care if it was half foot; it was out. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But that's that doesn't bother me as much as what's coming next. Z. Well, all right. So, uh, I mean, that wouldn't bother me. But uh, so it's on the one yard line. Um, Goff passing complete short to the right. Montgomery. On, this is the controversial one, and this is the one play I will say one. I did not agree with in the agree. moment, this and then what they did after. So they run a run play with Montgomery, which was successful early on. Um, but the way they lined up. Everybody could kind of tell that the run was coming. Uh, I was hoping for play action at that moment because, I mean, j- 
they put the JMO missed a block and Campbell said JMO missed a block and that's why the play blew up. But I don't like them putting JMO in there, uh, him against a linebacker in that scenario uh, that heavily favors San Francisco. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm not going to blame JMO for missing a block. I just thought it was a bad play call at a bad time. And then they burned the one, like the only thing to have possibly useful at this point is the three timeouts and hopefully get the ball back to the end and make some miracle. They burned the right. timeout and then they're screwed. The lowest percentage play in all football right now, especially in the NFL, is the onside kick. Yep. Um, so they burned the timeout. They, they go for the touchdown yeah. anyways on the next play. Jamo makes a great catch again, um, which covered the catch. spread. Uh, <laughs> and then um, no, but I, but I, I'm I'm with Campbell most of these decisions, but uh, I don't know if this is on Campbell or on Ben it's Johnson, but. Yeah, running it there was the wrong play. You, it, you that's on pass. Campbell. I think it is. You, you, you pass. Yeah, simple simple you as do. that. Because if you don't make it on the run, the time runs out. You get to burn a timeout, and that's what they had to do. Yeah. And that just killed that killed our chance at the end there. UJ, that was a bad coaching call. Dan Campbell agrees with you. Um, he does. He, he said... <laughs> We'll do it. So, like, well, here's the thing, too. He's a man of vision who has visions, and his visions have all been coming true. So he saw a vision that was going to happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. It had nope. to be like oh. vision. <laughs> I mean, maybe too I much dip. It's... Maybe too much dip at that point in the game for Dan well, like, Campbell. Yeah, you can't deny like uh, it's that like you know. Okay, I think you could like it. Would it have made the difference? Maybe we could have maybe got the ball back, but like I'll definitely give Dan an air, an E on that play. Like it's so obvious you don't run there because, like, yeah, I guess you get lucky, you get the walk in touchdown, great. But like, there's so many other ways you can play that out that give you better chances and better odds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just not smart. Not smart. So they score. Don't get the onside kick. Uh, the 49ers have to run the ball three times to kind of burn a little clock. Uh, that was kind of interesting. But anyways, uh, they run out the clock. Three plays. Lions can strip the ball. And ball game. San Francisco going to play the Chiefs for the second time in four years in the Super Bowl. And the Lions, well, we all have our day, hopefully one day in this lifetime. But it was not. <laughs> yeah. it was not yesterday, unfortunately. And the, the Lions, again, are the ratings kings. They got the highest rated. Uh, oh, I didn't even check it out. 12 year, yeah. In 12 years. And uh, it's Fox's fourth highest rated non-Super Bowl game. So. The Lions are a draw, baby. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Hey, And this, so this is progress from the last time we were in the conference championship. We didn't get blown out this time. That's yeah. true. The last time we got blown out, what, 44 to nothing or something like that? It was terrible. 56 million viewers. That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe. And it felt like everyone was pulling for the Lions. I mean, except for specific Niners fans. I think most of the country was pulling for the Lions. Right. It did seem They're one a popular story. Yeah. One of four teams that have never been to the Super Bowl. The other three are newer teams. Uh, the Browns. Texans and Jaguars. So Jaguars. Yeah. Lions easily the long, the longest uh, member of the NFL out of those four. 
because the Browns are the yeah. uh, the Baltimore Colts before. So, All right. I just want to say it, this. Okay, a lot of fans are upset, and a lot of people are are hammered. Campbell, some idiots are actually calling for me fired for his decisions. It's just so ridiculous. This team, this year, has brought me more joy as a Lions fan than any other season I can remember in my lifetime. Yeah. And I'm in my 60s, okay? And like, yeah. and this this team has brought me so much joy. Two playoff wins. Just, I can't even explain the, how I felt. Like, we were at that first game, Z, and, and it was just, just euphoric, man. It was euphoric. And then the next win against Tampa was amazing. I mean, this team, they didn't just luck into it either. They actually mm-hmm. built something good here they built something really good based on positive things i mean bringing in the right kind of character players and the right kind of talent and it, and they're a joy to watch man they're just a joy campbell god damn i mean everyone's jealous that they wish they had a dan campbell or team uh, coaching their team i mean he so any of you fans out there who are just all pissed off because they blew the game just screw you guys i mean you have no idea <laughs> You have no idea how we've suffered for year after year after year. And yeah, we didn't make the Super Bowl. Okay, fine. But, you know, this team is building something here. And, and these guys are hungry. And I, I guarantee they're going to be hungry next year, too. And, and generally speaking, Super, Super Bowl teams just don't come out of the blue and win. They, they kind of build up to it. I mean, this, you know, like Frisco, they, they, they build up to it over a few years. Like Kansas City built up to it. Now they're they're there, they're there, they're there. We're building. We're there, man. We're we're building oh, up to that now. Man. These guys are now. They're hardened. They're they're hardened by this stuff now. That that gut punch they took in this game. They are not going to forget that next year. They will not forget that. This will make them harder and better. And God damn, I love this team. I just <laughs> love this team. And, I, and this season was great. It sucked losing. God damn, it sucked. But man, what a great season it was. It was so much fun. That's all I gotta say. I, I'm sorry. I just. I can't yeah. believe people are mad. Like, and yeah, I agree. I, wanna, I completely agree. It's terrible. <laughs> it's funny anyway. too because, like, only a few months of of time difference, and it'd be like, oh my god, we could be in the national or the conference championship. Like that would blow my mind. You know, it's like, oh, they blew it. They suck. It's like, the, right. just like, yeah. Oh, that flipped <laughs> real quick. But uh, nope. There's a chance that maybe oh, AG and there's two ben NFL Johnson openings stick left. around. Yeah, and I yeah. hope they both. I think Ben Johnson's going to go to Washington. Uh, he's still the favorite so I. there. I think he's gone. Um, it's going to suck losing him, but uh, but even the Lions' pass game coordinator is getting asked by the Patriots to interview for their offense coordinator position. Tanner See, and that worries, Engstrand, uh That worries me more than Ben Johnson. To be and honest. apparently, the Lions have two in-house. I mean, we can talk about it later when the actual move happens, but uh. Tanner Eggstrand and Scotty Montgomery, our running backs coach, are kind of both in line, are the two obvious uh, or front runners to be the OC for the Lions. And Ben Johnson is gone. It seems like Eric Glenn should stay or, or will stay. Uh, I don't think he's a front runner in Seattle. I, he's definitely not a front runner in Washington because well, Ben Johnson is. Uh, but uh, I Connor would too. He's the number one fan, so. More AG to talk about, yeah, right for a whole season. Right. Uh, Connor, man, you're you're doing something there. Like, I mean, like you just still, said we're building something, man. I mean, Aaron Glenn still can't stop a mobile, mobile quarterback. Uh, so, 
Maybe well, Uncle Jim Bob Cooter out and read a bunch of books about it in the offseason. Uh, like- I know. Too bad uh, JBC's not available if uh, Ben Johnson's gone because he signed with the Eagles. So, Oh, oh well. God, He'd but, be great. Not to be their offense coordinator, like originally rumored. Uh, did he sign with the Eagles? Did, is that official? Oh, oh, I thought he was their OC. That's what I nope. saw on the paper. They changed it? Hold on. Let, let's look this up now. This is your boy. Uh, That's what I had read. Because uh, Kel- Kellen Moore is going to be their offense coordinator. So... Oh, okay. Because that was the report came out. The report was that he was uh, he he could be targeted, but uh, he is not. Uh, Kellen Moore is going to the Eagles now to be their OC. So it looks like he's going to. Well, Kellen Moore is going to be his the in his third different spot in three years being an offense coordinator because as well. (laughs) What Uh, you'll have Rod Marinelli head coach. Patricia, defensive coordinator, and uh, Jim Bob Cooters. Yeah, it'll be a Lions cast off triumvirate. <laughs> Can Marty Mordenwig be like a special advisor? Yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah. Take the win. <laughs> Take the win. Matt Millen will be like assistant GM or the GM. Oh, my God. He can be the GM. He's learned his lessons. <laughs> He's learned his lessons. Yeah. What <laughs> to do. Oh, my God. Well, um, so yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the um, with the coaching staff. But where I have it, I had it on here somewhere. But I mean, the Lions are like the fifth youngest team in the NFL, I think. Uh, and obviously, the rookie class has been dynamite this year. So I mean, they're super young. They got a lot of decisions to make. Obviously, in the offseason, Jonah Jackson, uh, Jalen Reed's Maven. Obviously, a lot of their secondary um, defense. I think the Lions got to find another edge rusher. Uh, it's more consistent. Houston was out there a little bit. He wasn't. He didn't do too much. Yeah. Uh, but he was out there. Uh, he was a controversial so, play where they thought he was had a dirty hit on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirty. That was his highlight of the game. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I, it probably should have been a flag the way they call him in the NFL. Even though if we disagree with it. Uh, oh yeah. The way the yeah. NFL calls it these days, it probably should have been. But that's yeah. the uh, logic. Yeah, there's a cornerback from Toledo yeah. I've seen mocked a few times to the Lions. I mean, we'll get into all these guys uh, as we have plenty of time. The Lions, Detroit, uh, hosting the draft this year, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Under- I would say cornerback, edge rusher, and a kicker would be nice. Kicker. Do you draft a kicker, though? Do you draft a- it? Uh, it doesn't no, really work out that well for these teams. Acquiring a kicker, however they do it. Yeah. I say O-line, Bob, do the, uh, O-line cornerback. Do the season ticket holders get any sort of draft benefits like do you get a front row ticket or anything like that uh i don't know i don't know i'll I check curious. the email see what they that'd be cool if they did yeah just curious know. if they're gonna raise the prices they should at least throw a bone for the draft right they should man that's crazy <laughs> yeah prices now yeah it's ludicrous um but yeah is there anything else you guys wanted to add about the this game or just uh, uh no. about the game I, yeah just kind of to go off what uh, uj said it sucks that they lost, but this year was so much fun. This is probably my most fun as a Lions fan by far. And uh, I just love this team. And, and having Brad Holmes, I, I feel like this is not going to be just a one-hit wonder mm. that they didn't just go out and get, like, old free agents to try to make this run. They, they're doing it their own way. So yeah. I'm excited about the future. Yeah, the Lions have four yeah. picks in the first three rounds in this draft, too. Um, so they have a lot of draft capital to leverage. Although, picking at the later half, 
so that's unique uh, for the Lions. Yeah. You gotta wait. Now we gotta wait all night. We gotta wait like three plus hours for the Lions to pick instead of like the first thirty minutes. So that'll be a unique experience. Uh, a lot more drinks flowing, I assume, in that regard. Uh, but and watch, we'll get all the way there, and the Lions will trade out of the pick, and no picks will happen in the first round. <laughs> yeah, or they trade yeah. up, or they can trade up. I, I don't know. They were pretty damn precious about them around the trade deadline. I think they have some plans for them. So, yeah. Well, um, I mean, the, I mean, we'll talk about it later. But the big, I mean, they got to sign. They extend uh, golf for sure, um, and he'll probably get a boatload of money, probably forty-five to near fifty million. Honestly, the way these things go, will they back? They'll probably backload the contract. That's when it's good to have like a guy like Mike Disney still around. He's a salary cap guru. Yeah, uh, lines up seventy million roughly in salary cap space to work with in the off season. So a lot of positives, <laughs> but there's a lot of teams out there with a lot of salary cap space. Uh, so you got to recruit the guys, and hopefully the culture the lines have built is a big recruiting element to get some of that top tier talent in when competing with the other teams. This could yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely. We hope, but we, we can get all that later, but I agree with Bob. I agree with you, Jay. Yeah. This is the most fun Lions team I've ever mm-hmm. had the privilege of watching. And the playoff game was incredible to attend. I will never forget it. Even honestly, even if I like went to an NFC championship game in Detroit, I, this would the first one playoff game home to watch him win was just I, that was amazing. I, I will just never forget it I, I know you won't either Bob. i know connor uh the rest of the fam uh, i never will either yeah uh but hey t lions fans out there too uh, again uh you know the players they worked their ass off they got their heart ripped out at the end you know and and you watch these interviews in the locker room and they're horrible they're just gut-wrenchingly horrible interviews because these <laughs> people don't know what kind of questions to ask them and, and they're just you know they just you just said their heart ripped out, and you're asking these you lame feel? questions, and it just it sort of bothers me. But you know, and we're all mad, and we're all unhappy that they lost. But you know what? Okay, take a break. It's time. The players now are going to go home. They're going to take a vacation. They're going to relax, and they're going to, you know, Cabo. assess everything. Take a nice, well-deserved vacation. But you know what? The Lions fans, we fanned our asses off this year. Okay, <laughs> we fanned hard, harder than we've ever fanned every any other year. And we deserve a break too. So, guys, just yeah, how cool the is great season we had, and take a take a break, dude. Take Ford break. Field was awesome. <laughs> uh, like that was a sold out like lower section in a stadium for no game going on. <laughs> yeah, it's sold I out know. in two hours or less. Even uh, that was really cool to see on uh, on TV at least. All the fans in the in the stadium. Uh, yeah, what so what good. a fun first half atmosphere. Probably not a fun second half atmosphere. <laughs> Yeah, uh, unfortunately, this yeah, line. unfortunately, this game just proved out to be like sort of more of like a teaser and a and a, a benchmark season. But uh, man, does it got me so damn excited about what's to come from this Lions organization? These this team these. Yes, sir. Okay. Young team, um, but like Campbell said, you know they're, they're not hidden anymore. Everybody's gonna be hunting after him next year, so it's gonna be fun. But we'll get all that. So um, next week we'll release our grades podcast, our ever famous grades podcast, <laughs> uh, where we go through 
our grades for the season. Uh, the Camel one might be interesting, you know, with the postseason and everything involved. Uh, but we will get into all that. So I've graded position groups and ownership and GM, front office, et cetera. Um, but, you know, uh, it was it's, it's a tough one. It, we're not going to go over this one for a while. but but And we're not even playing, so I can't imagine how the players feel. I'm already um, looking at next year. Forgot this. You forgot it? We just talked no, about it. No, we got this. Oh, oh, we got this. Okay, okay. So, um, like, so that that'll be like our kind of wrap up for the season pack. We'll probably take a break after that episode, but um, a little break. We'll go to we'll take our vacation, our well earned vacation, as EJ said for our <laughs> fandom. But um, anyways, uh, thank you to SidelineReport.com for supporting the podcast. Thank you to our producer, KJ. For producing the hell out of this podcast each and every week throughout the season. He's the best. He's the best, the best in the biz. The best. Uh, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts about those Campbell decisions. Um, this is Lions season as a whole as well. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot to say. Or y- y'all have a lot to say. Because every Lions fan season has a slightly different opinion. Um, and then, uh, oh, email drinking to blue kool-aid at gmail.com and then youtube we'll be posting this uh tomorrow actually on youtube uh that's dtbk uh search us on there or type in drinking to blue kool-aid on in youtube and then you should be able to easily find us uh and subscribe to the channel because uh, we'll have some i think we might be live streaming our grades podcast possibly so stay tuned for that but otherwise listeners we want to thank you for sticking with us through all these playoffs all these games uh we got one more episode to kind of wrap up our season next week with all the grades that we'll give out for the year. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That'll be our season wrap up episode. Uh, but just, hey, you know, it's a tough hey. one. It's a tough one. We feel you. We feel you. Yep. Oh, yeah. Consider that. Yeah, but I would have liked to have extended it for two more <laughs> weeks. But oh, another, God, year. Too. Uh, another year well good yeah. news uh for Lil g bob is that uh taylor swift will be at the super bowl so yeah oh, yeah but she uh hates the chiefs so ah uh, it's not gonna be falling for them mm. so. <laughs> are you who do you guys for just initially in the super bowl chiefs or 49ers i'm for the i know you saw me oh, are you yeah. wait first of all you're gonna watch it because uj you said no bob you said no right i probably I, will watch it i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna watch it. but i'm kind of for the niners more because i have annoying chiefs fans in my life oh <laughs> i'm for the chiefs but i like Mahomes. i, I'm not I hate the 49ers i hate kyle shanahan i think he's annoying and whiny I really like seeing <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's whiny face in the first half and his, his befuddlement <laughs> at the ass kicking. And then, well, I don't have I usually pull for the NFC unless, uh, you know, I hate. The I got gotcha. you. I love seeing yeah. the greatness, though. And Patrick Mahomes is, is undeniably phenomenal. Yeah, it would be <laughs> nice. Phenomenal. You know, we There's would no have lost to the Super Bowl champs if the Niners win, though. You know, I think that is worth something. I kind Not of favor the Niners something. in the NFC. Love McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a stud. I do like McCaffrey. I, I do like him. him. I don't have a whole lot of love for either team. Either. Well, right. Yeah, I don't think either of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't either. So, anyways. It was cool seeing Joe Montana out there, though. I like just, that guy. But. Yeah, he's out there. <laughs> yeah. 
So at least it's not the Cowboys or the Packers. Yeah, That's exactly. Hey, and that stupid logo conspiracy theory can go wherever because it's uh it wasn't the Ravens and the 49ers. No, the Ravens the really choked. Uh they yeah, we, we don't have to get into that game, but they 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 blew their a great they they're probably their best it. chance. Lamar Jackson did not look like an MVP uh, in that entire game. He was awful. Do you That's think my the... prediction. He'd never win a Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Two and four in the playoffs he is now. Um, so that'll that'll wrap it up. Actually, but the color conspiracy thing, Road Dog. Actually, Taylor Swift has like a purple album, and uh, that was her color, and then the Chiefs red. <laughs> I saw someone post that. Don't so. do that. Oh, the conspiracy was there all along. Oh, the 49ers red and the Taylor Swift purple. I don't. That wow. that conspiracy cannot be that meta. I refuse. <laughs> to well, I'm sure the NFL is thrilled to have her. You know, that probably bring in more oh viewers. Oh my god! Yeah. Match Anyways, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. So thank you, listeners. Uh, especially if you always listen to this part of the podcast where we get to the very end and tend to trail off into other topics, we really appreciate you. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We we'll be back next week with our grades. <laughs> and last but not least. As always, go Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go! Go. Go.